Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you're joining us from. It is the Growth Movement Podcast. It's Zach and Corporate Dave. All right, Dave, let's go ahead and dive in. But before we do, I wanted to really quick let people know that we are always looking for ways to make this better, make the content better, and really hone into our community to find people that really do want to plug in, want to learn and have the same motivations as us. So if you are finding value in the show and you want to help support this show and allow us to keep moving, keep growing, keep becoming a better show, which is what we are all about, head over to Patreon. Visit us at patreon.com slash growthmvmt for $1.25 an episode. You can help support us, keep moving this forward, keep allowing us to reach other people and grow our community. We would really appreciate it. And um, today's episode, I mean, I'm, I'm stoked about it. Yeah, me I too. honestly am. Yeah. Um, we are talking about authenticity in a filtered world. Mm-hmm. So before we dive in, I got to know, what are your favorite filters? <laughs> got to go sepia, you know? Ooh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm probably more of a Valencia guy okay. with like some of the soft corners. Mm-hmm. And if, you're on, if you're on an iPhone, go dramatic cool, you know? For sure. Drag that slider a little bit until it for gets sure. to that perfect point. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, for you, I mean, when, when we say, hey, we're going to talk about authenticity in a filtered world. And I think there really are two points to this topic. There's the authenticity point mm-hmm. and there's the filtered world point. Right. What did this topic header mean to you? Like, where did your mind go first? Right. I think for me, what I think of is, is standing in your truth and not wavering on that to try to please other people. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of what it means to me on a personal level. So I'm, I've, I've always been growing up a people pleaser, you know, somebody who I'm trying to make everybody happy around me. And the, the more I've kind of grown throughout my life, I've just realized the, the negative f- impact that that has, right? Sure. Because that's a target that's always moving. It creates frustration for yourself. And other people, honestly, they, they pick up on it. They read that you're you know, a yes man or somebody who's just putting on a facade to make them feel happy or you know, to, to, to please them. And they want to kind of know who you are on a, on a real level and what matters to you. And um, you know, it's okay to have a little bit of friction in life and not agree with somebody 100% all the time. So being authentic to me means knowing what I value, what I care about. And when a moment arises where something infringes upon that and it makes me feel uncomfortable that I stand up for that thing authentically. And also that I'm just being genuine, kind of a different, like a synonym, but just being genuine throughout my life, right? You know, that I don't have to be someone else to please other people. The people that I'm meant to connect with are going to be pleased with just connecting with me for who I am right now. And also it kind of comes into not feeling like I have to compare myself to other people. You know, I just want to be better than the yeah. Dave that I was yesterday versus trying to be what everybody else is today, which is part of that filtration. Do you feel like authenticity is worth it? Because the minute you decide that you're going to be authentic, you will make someone up. You'll, you'll piss someone off. Mm-hmm. That's a reality. But then you're also going to create some, like you said, I mean, you're, it's undoubted that you're going to create friction within your life. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, why is it worth it? Why is authenticity 
actually worth it? Well, so to answer to answer the worth it part, I'm going to start with the neg- the negatives. So the negative for me is if you live closed off and safe for the rest of your life, and I kind of think of like shoulders shoulders shrugged and you know and and protected and guarded <clears throat> versus opened up to the world, people are never going to know who you really are. So when you get appreciation, love, respect from other people, it's not that's not for you. That's for the person that you're pretending to be, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And also, sure, there there is fear and it takes some courage to be authentic because you do open yourself up to vulnerabilities, right? Because now if you're being authentic and this is true, you truly are, and someone takes a shot at it, that hurts a, a ton more because it matters to you. It's real. It's who you are at the very core. If somebody doesn't like the person that you're pretending to be for them that day, you're like, oh, I can shrug that off because that was just a that was just a facade anyway. See, I would ch- see. Here's where here's where it hit me a little bit, and I'm I'm going to share my definition in just a minute. But like, if someone doesn't like you, and I and I think this is the slippery slope of filters. Mm-hmm. If someone doesn't like the filter you put on, you're going to try and shift that filter, right? And so, to your point, you said it a little bit earlier that you will always be shifting a filter. To fit somebody. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean, you know, someone doesn't like the fact that you're loud and obnoxious. I mean, like, core things that that someone doesn't like. Or exterior things where you're always trying to change an outfit of how you dress. And you always want someone to perceive the way that, you know, you're presented or, mm-hmm. or whatever. And perception is reality. I do think that's a concern. Don't walk around with, like impressions matter That's yeah true. yeah baggy whatever and like your shirt just frumpy and you look sloppy don't be sloppy but also don't be consumed with i have to look act and sound this way in order to be accepted by this person this group this company right that's not worth it and so to me authenticity is the absence of the fear of judgment mm. and i think if you can live in the absence of the fear of judgment, that is a big deal. Because if all you're doing is living under this scrutiny microscope where you think everyone is just scrutinizing literally every move you make, you will never make a move. Sure. Because you'll be bound by fear. You will literally be captivated by the idea that someone is going to see what I'm doing, not approve of it, and hate it. If I'm going to go out and... I want to start, you know, this music, like I, I'm musically gifted and I want to be an artist, but I've got this good job over here. If I go and start, you know, playing rock music and I have a suit and tie job, someone's going to judge me for that. I can't do that. Like, oh man, that would be the worst. Or I want to go and I want to do comedy and you're going to get up there on a stage all alone and people aren't going to laugh. Right. And you're going to live in this thing. What are other people going to say? Right. Right. You're never going to give yourself the ability to take a risk and make a move. Mm-hmm. So I think you have to live in the absence of fear of judgment if you're going to live authentically. Yeah. And that that sounds pretty bold, right? Living without fear of judgment. That's that's a huge pill to swallow. And for a lot of people are thinking, well, I can't do that. You know, I'm I'm afraid of, you know, <laughs> I don't know, wearing a wearing a more um, audacious tie to my work, you know, because sure. I'm, I'm in the financial, <laughs> you know, sector, whatever, whatever it might be, but there's steps, right? So being authentic isn't like you can just flip a switch one day, you know, it's going to be a process, especially if you're somebody who grew up kind of the way that I did, where 
I really did try to please a lot of people all at the same time. Yeah, and I yeah. really did have, I don't want to say a mask because it wasn't that, I don't want to label myself as a person who I wasn't, wasn't real, but I definitely augmented myself so that other people would accept me more, mm. right? Versus trying to find the people that connected with my unaugmented self. Yeah. You know? Well, and we grew up in that society. Sure. I yeah. mean, we're not going to throw it under the bus, but we really did grow up in this. If you look okay and you present yourself okay, then you're okay. Sure. And, and if you say these words, if you sound this way, if you wear these pants, have your shirt tucked in like this, you know, go to this required event and you're there with a happy attitude. Right. If you, if you then conform, you're, then you're good below the surface. Right. Right. Yeah. right. Which is just not the case. And we've seen it. People that came out of that are dealing with so many issues sure. because they haven't been able to be themselves and they haven't learned how to deal with themselves. So it goes even deeper. And, and I mean, if we're talking on the, the business side, I feel like a lot of times what I see that gets frustrating to me is one in sales. When someone in sales is pitching something a certain way, Mm-hmm. And they may not feel like the customer is responding. And then they completely shift their pitch mm-hmm. and the purpose of why they are presenting this product. In my mind, that's when it becomes selling, right? not advising. Mm-hmm. And then they really start to sell this product to someone. I don't think they're being honest and true to what the product is and who they are. Yeah, well, for me being a, a buyer not the seller, right? You're somebody who's really sat more in the seat of being somebody who's in sales. And I'm somebody who's constantly thinking when I'm talking to this person that's across the table for me, am I, are they giving me this information in my best interest? Mm-hmm. You know, how much of this is legitimate information? How much of the, this is just them trying to pull me into whatever their incentives are, you know, and, and parse that out. Yeah. So there's a lot of times in, in sales or those experiences where you feel like, am I talking to this real person or is this just something that they're presenting because they want me to buy something? You know, yeah, they're giving me yeah. advice. Is it in my best interest? I don't know. And somebody who's being authentic with, with you and is really giving you the nonverbals that match the verbals and everything's aligned and you just feel comfortable and trusting in that person so early on as part of a rapport building process too, that person, you're not sitting there with this lingering doubt of, they're going to screw Am me. I going to regret this? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and that's a big part of sales. I would assume from your side, because it's something that Absolutely. I deal with it for as a consumer, you know, do you feel like authenticity is more internal to the holder or is it external towards others that are in, in the vicinity of the individual? Like for me is authenticity, my responsibility or meaning like I just have to hold that internally or is it more outward where it's how I'm interacting with the other person? It's probably an outflow of the internal, I would guess. But they, I think they both, I think one's fruit of the other, right? So yeah, if you yeah. if you wake up in the morning and you're like, this is what matters to me. These are what my goals are. I'm going to do right by these people. I'm going to put good out into the world. And then you step outside. It's hard for then you to manifest in a way that doesn't align with that. And again, it, it comes back. We've talked about this in a few episodes. It's kind of this recurring vein mm-hmm. that keeps flowing through where you have to know what you want mm-hmm. before you can put anything into the universe. Yeah, you have to put some time in to develop who you are. Right. If you don't have the who, then you can't be that genuine person. The who or the why, mm-hmm. too. Like, and I think if you're waking up every day and you are letting the day flow mm-hmm. without any ambition on how you want to control the day, mm-hmm. you cannot be authentic. Right. 
there's no, because you have nothing to be authentic for, you have nothing to show out there. So then your whole day is going to be filled with the filters that come to you. Mm-hmm. And so, well, I'm going to put on this filter. Well, and I'm going to put on this filter. Well, you know, now I'm going into this meeting and I need to put on this right. filter and you lose joy. I feel like, I feel like you what really a waste lose energy too. life. Know? Yeah. Cause all you're doing is trying to put on what other people want to see, which will always change, mm-hmm. always change. And it's, and it's a dangerous game to parse out. Okay. Well, I like to wear, you know, a tank top and, um, and, and shorts and flip flops everywhere I go. Sure. Okay. Well, that's your authentic self, but context matters and what you want to do with your life and the way that you want to develop the opportunities that you want to have do matter in terms of the way that you present yourself. So, and there's like, there's a middle ground in there somewhere in terms of you being you, but appropriate for your context. And that's kind of the balance where some people might Mm -hmm. hear this and say, well, I should show up my work tomorrow and just start dropping all kinds of profanity or I should stop shaving because I'm, I'm, I somebody who identifies as being a bearded person, even though my, my work would frown on that. Right. And I love well, granola or whatever. Yeah. I, love granola. I think ultimately what it comes down to is you have to say, is the path that I'm on mm-hmm. the authentic journey that's leading me towards my end destination? And if yeah, so, I'm yeah. willing to make some sacrifices to continue to progress, that's which a good is, point. which is different than saying, I am going to pretend to be someone so that I can manipulate a system just to get ahead in life. There are right, two different right. things. One has to be grounded in what really matters to you because that's the true authenticity in and of itself, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I think anyone listening would say, like, I prefer shorts over slacks or mm-hmm. a suit coat, right? Like, that, that's just comfortable. Not for corporate Dave, you know? Well, you go to sleep in a freaking suit. <laughs> but, like, you're, you're looking at it and you're saying, okay, yeah, I prefer flip-flops over tennis shoes, but you are already grounded in what you want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. So being grounded in what you want to accomplish means that while I might prefer this over, and this is where I think authenticity comes in to play in this situation, while I prefer this over this, I am authentic in to my values and to my goals, mm-hmm. which means if my values and my goals stand like I want them to stand, I am willing to not wear flip-flops and not wear shorts because this is what gets me to my true goal, mm-hmm. to my true why, my true right. purpose. Without it, I I feel like someone would put on a filter and say like, oh, look, man, like I'm just flip-flops and shorts, dude, okay? Like it's just who I am. Mm-hmm. And it's a filter of fear to really dedicate towards their goal mm. because they're they're trying to to mask the risk of failure or they think if I can be cool and swaggy and whatever, then... I can show up like this and it doesn't matter because there's nothing, there's no more, there's no higher purpose, mm-hmm. right? So your higher purpose pushes you to say, I'm willing to put maybe my comforts secondary in order to be authentic towards my goals, which mean I have to show up in a certain way. I do have to do a certain thing. And and I don't know, maybe, maybe I just completely contradicted the whole episode, but I'm just, as I'm thinking through it, like that, that's kind of where my mind is going a little bit i think there's there's going to be a juxtaposition in a lot of the different topics that we work, work through but there's a an, an eastern proverb that goes easy choices hard life hard choices easy life and basically what that means is do what's difficult when it's easy and that mm-hmm. is going to create a life where you have a lot of opportunities and freedoms down the line if you choose all the easy things up front 
which, you know, hey, authentically, I would love to sit home, watch Netflix specials. I'm a documentary guy. I'd love to just throw mm-hmm. in that category and just endlessly watch that, you know, and, and pig out on food on my couch. But that's going to make for a pretty hard road down the line for me, you know? So right, right. we're not saying that life isn't going to have difficult choices and sacrifices. But if the things that you are doing are mapping to something that doesn't matter to you and it's just what society is telling you is important and it doesn't align with your values, those kind of sacrifices don't get you any closer to, to any of your goals. But the sacrifices right, yeah. that you make that are going to propel you in the future, you know, kind of like in investing in the market, you know, it's like it hurts right now to see money coming out of your paycheck and going into that 401k. But later on, it pays serious dividends, you know. So and we're not mm-hmm. saying that, well, authentically, I don't see myself as somebody who you know wants to have a retirement account. It's like, OK, but that's going to be tough when you hit 65. Right, know? right. Then you're again, I feel like you're still controlled by fear if you are that person right so personally for you what are ways that you've not been authentic Mm -hmm. in the past and then if you can even remember how did that affect what it was you were trying to accomplish can you think of anything off the top yeah i mean i think it you know i think it's still something i struggle with you know I, i think it's i don't have a specific but in general it's those meetings that you're in with important people that you want to impress and someone brings up an idea and you have the opportunity to to chime in or you're being asked. And rather than saying what you think in an appropriate way, you say, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. And then in that moment inside, you die a little bit, you know, (laughs) I mean, you've been there, right? You're like, this was my chance to, to do or say something that really matters to me. And I think will help the people in my company, the economics of my company and myself. And in, instead of building up the courage and saying what I felt was the right thing to do, you know, which will shine a light on me. And if it's not successful or it's frowned upon, then that could hurt me, you know, from a professional yeah. standpoint. Yeah. But I'll have done the right thing in that moment versus just going along with, you know, with a herd mentality or whatever yeah. that was. And that's, that lingers with you, you know? Oh, yeah, it does, absolutely. You leave that with less confidence in yourself, with with less self-esteem, with less courage to do it next time, right? Because you're like, the, e- the easiest path is the one that's been traveled because that it, groove it, gets deeper and That's deeper. what I was saying at the beginning, right? That authenticity becomes harder and harder to accomplish because not being true, not not doing the tough things or saying the things that you truly do believe And I don't mean you're going around saying like, you know, you're not bringing up politics and like, well, that person doesn't agree and I'm going to create a stink about it and blah, like don't do that in your job. Yeah. I mean like things that are true to the job and true to your career and your relationships. You're not looking to be adversarial, but when something comes up and it matters, do you want a deep level and you pass on that topic because of the fact that you don't want to be a little bit uncomfortable or exposed for something that you haven't presented to people in the past? That's a problem because then you eventually get all the way down to the point where you don't even know if what you truly believed is what you believe. Well, and and here's one of the problems with not being authentic, right? So you make those decisions over and over again, right? And you keep filtering out what other people think of you, right? Well, Dave's not this, Dave's not that, Mm -hmm. Zach isn't into this, Zach isn't into that. And you come down to all the things that now you've agreed upon with other people because you think it's what they want you to be you're trapped in your own life and it's not even the person that you want to be. And then what happens when those paths cross and you have to be two people? Right. It's a real problem. You, you, know? you can never succeed because you can never be you. I think one thing that I look at for me personally, I hide a lot. I hide a lot behind a big personality and 
I mean, I would even say like commanding a room, which a lot of people would say, man, I would love to walk into a room and just command it. But like there is a certain risk as with everything that comes with that. Mm -hmm. I, I hide behind such a big personality that I convince people, you know, oh, well, he's just successful. And I'm not saying I'm going to change who I am, but I'm also going to have a realistic lens behind that. Mm-hmm. That like I do have a big personality, but I need to I need to back that up with a true care and passion for others. Mm-hmm. That if if I want people to accept me, I can't just be personality and fun and entertaining because that's going to be lost the minute someone needs help. Right. If someone needs me and I'm just the upfront guy and I'm just the entertainer or the, the whatever in the structure in the workplace at home, that's, that's not good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot more to Zach than that, right? I mean, there's such a complexity to who we are as people that it, it's a shame if this is what people expect of us. So this is what we always give them. And that's the pattern that we get into and people never see other elements of who we are. Yeah. Right. And that yeah. we become, we become a, a caricature of the person that we actually are, right? There's you like, know where Michael draws Kevin? Don't be a caricature, Kevin. <laughs> Don't be a caricature. Um, that's, but that's it, right? Yeah. Like, that's it. We, we have this persona, but I think, and I guess what I'm trying to say is you need to be authentic with your flaws too. And for right. everybody who's not aware, that was a reference to the Office US version. So I'm not I'm not sure if listeners are going to be from uh, other from, other areas and unaware what that UK, reference point was. If you're from the UK, I apologize. That, that may version, or may not be an episode. I right. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's not, go look it up. That's right. Um, but like, yeah, you. Um, I'm authentic to to me as a person. But like, you've got to be able to have people in your life that can point out. Hey man, you got a really big personality, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Keep that up, but be careful of what that might do to somebody. Be careful of how that might affect another person. And if you can if you can look at the pros and the the good qualities you have and say, "All right, I need to harness this mm-hmm. to do good for others, to accomplish my ultimate goal, to use this as a tool not against me, but for me and for others." then I think you have the real ability to be authentic. You know, it's interesting. We both have totally different dynamics in our work environments, right? So your your sales, your charisma, you're a front man, you know, a lot of a lot of energy and personality. And like that's what you're guarded by. That protects people mm-hmm. from seeing, you know, the more delicate parts of Zach and whatever those things are that most people don't see. And then maybe you'd feel a little bit uncomfortable with them knowing about you. Right. And for me, it's right. the opposite, right? So for corporate Dave, you know, with being in human resources and being in a certain position in the company, I guard myself behind being very professional, you know, mm-hmm. and being very, I guess, vanilla, you know, sorry for anybody who that's their favorite flavor of ice cream, but you know, it's, Ugh. it's the, <laughs> it's what, it's what you present because it's, you think it's what's appropriate for, for the position. But then people don't see the sides of me that, you know, really gets into fantasy football or, you know, whatever, right. whatever it right. might be, the other elements of me that are, that are interesting. And, and nobody sees the side of me that cries during up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a powerful movie, Zach. Man, is it ever. <laughs> but the sprinkles on the vanilla ice cream, people don't get from me. And so for some mm-hmm. people, for you, all they see is the sprinkles, right? So like substance versus flair, like they just don't see the different elements of us. And the sad thing is, and what people m- miss out on, if you're struggling with this, is like, like I know that I do, 
is that the beauty of what we bring with our human experiences, no one else has exactly what we have. The things mm-hmm. that we've done, the places that we've been, and the way that our lens has has taken that in. Mm-hmm. We weigh, way that all comes together, and then the way that we tell that story is 100% unique like a fingerprint. Mm-hmm. And if all you're showing people is this little tiny piece of yourself, which they've seen in a million other people, they miss that unique element that you bring to the table. Right. What is the driving force behind authenticity then? So like how does someone sit there and say, well, I mean, I want to be authentic. I, how, how do I accomplish that? Like do I just all of a sudden start saying, hey, my name is Zach. I'm a really big personality, but I also have a really soft side and I want to make sure I'm there for you. And like do we just tell people that up front? Like how do I present authenticity where people believe it because I do want to be authentic. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, b- back in the day, you could get cheat codes online for video games, and you could all like Oregon Trail cheat yeah, codes. Sure, let's sure. use Oregon Trail, right? And now you can not you die can instantly in, instead of <laughs> instead of ha- spending countless days and weeks working on something to finally accomplish it, right, and have earned it, you could just go online and find something that gets you to the end which was fun in that moment, but then that game was just over to you, right? Because it lost mm-hmm. all substance. Mm-hmm. I think the driving force is, if you earn it based on being who you really are at the core, with your backed by your values, when you do succeed, and there's going to be failures along the way, but when you make it to whatever the destination is that you're looking for, and there'll be another destination beyond that, you will have an immense amount of satisfaction knowing that you earned it being true to yourself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Versus kind of cheating and manipulating a system but then when you, when you get there, there's just no substance. Right. And how do you do it? I think you have to look to yourself to say, how does my gut feel? You know, what are those, what are those, what are my internal systems telling me? And you, you're probably going to have to dial up the sensitivity on it. Cause if you're somebody who's grown up in an environment where it's really structured and you know, you're, there's a lot of compliance and whatever that might be, you probably shut that off to a good extent, right? You've learned to just, you know, put on the coat and go out the door and this is who this is who I am today. So you need to start listening to an internal voice and turn up the volume on that and say to yourself, what would Dave, what would Zach do if I wasn't if I wasn't way overly weighting other people's opinion? What would I do right now in this yeah. instance? What's yeah. what's appropriate, you know, framed in that, but what would I do if I wasn't afraid like you said earlier of the judgment of other people right now and start making those little decisions every day? Do you go to Starbucks in the morning and get a cup of coffee so that you can come into work and have a logo on your cup so that you can identify with other people there? Mm-hmm. And maybe you're somebody who would love to have chocolate milk instead, you know? I mean, like small little choices sure. where you're like, I don't feel like I have to identify with this thing to be perceived this way and lose out on something that I actually enjoy, right? That's right. And if people learn that's about right. me, maybe like, hey, Dave's the chocolate milk in the morning guy. You know, like that's right. cool. Maybe they'd like that, but they'll never know because you never even took the chance or the risk to step out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and express yourself uniquely to somebody else. Right. And I think, I think to learn things that, that are true values mm-hmm. to you, um, start surrounding yourself with people that do care with people that you, you do perceive as authentic. Well, you know, learn from them, identify with what they're doing, steps that they're taking. And I think, the core of it, again, the, the kind of river that's flowing through every episode is you've got to know you mm-hmm. first. 
before you can be authentic, you've got to know what you care about. And then next step, you've got to let people into your life. They can yeah. really see you too. Cause they're the ones that are going to keep you accountable. They'll be your feedback loop. I have a buddy who is an, he's a very, very good musician. Mm-hmm. He can play the guitar and sing very well. He had started a YouTube channel where he was doing videos. Mm-hmm. And then we went to lunch and he was like, Oh yeah, I used to have this channel and I was doing it, but you know, like it just kind of fell off a little bit. And I was like, well, what happened? Like, did you get busy or, you know, cause we were talking about different, the, these new mediums mm-hmm. that people are starting to use to become very popular musicians in particularly how they can go on YouTube or SoundCloud or whatever and start right. putting their stuff out there. Mm. People can discover it and they're like, wow, like this dude's really good. And I was like, you know, well, why'd you stop? And he's like, oh, you know, things just got busy, you know, and, and kind of some other stuff and here and here. And you then like a little deeper right at the end, right at the end of that sentence, he's like, you know, and like, you just never know. Like people might, might not care about it. Right. Fear. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. So you, you drove this decision for something that he enjoyed. He enjoyed making music. He enjoyed recording the music. He enjoyed the technology behind it all. And then he enjoyed putting it out for other people. But his fear drove him to stop. And this wasn't his main job. This wasn't a revenue source for him. This was just something he enjoyed. And he stopped because he was afraid of what people would think. Mm-hmm. And you know what? There are people that listen to growth movement that hear the name growth movement. Ugh, wouldn't, you know, these guys don't know what they're talking about. These guys are lame. Like they're, they're not multimillionaires, CEOs of all these companies. And we're not, no, like, we're just normal guys that are really trying to live life with a purpose and live life with a meaning. So that when we get to the end of each day and we go home to our families, I feel accomplished. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the Zach I was today and the Zach that someone saw yesterday is the exact same Zach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, different things happened. Different. I responded in different ways. I made mistakes. I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have done that. But like I was Zach and I did what I wanted to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Like the podcast for us, is something I want to accomplish because I want to be consistent and because I want to develop relationships and friendships out of it, even if it is just over freaking email, mm-hmm. I want to do that because I love relationships. And maybe when I'm 60, I'll look back on that and be like, you know, that was a mask for me to never be alone mm-hmm. and whatever. But like right now, I authentically want to build a better network of people that want to be a part of what we're doing. Right. So, I mean, and I told him, I was like, look, man, You've got to just do it mm-hmm. like and, and if you get one listener and no one subscribes, you've still got to do it because it's for you and it's who you are, not for anyone else. Yeah, no, you, I mean, you hit it right between the eyes. And I think from a professional standpoint, too, if you are being what everyone else is because you think that's what people are looking for. Where is your competitive advantage? Where do you differentiate yourself, right? What what makes you unique and valuable and something that people would want to invest in if mm-hmm. there's 10,000 other versions of you out there that they could just go and pick out of a lottery, you know? So I think that's something you have to keep in mind as well is the thing that you're afraid of showing that's different about you because people are afraid to stand out, right? Because people might not accept you for that. Might be the very thing that rises you to the top. That's it. That's it. Man, I love this conversation. Me too. I mean, I feel like we could keep going and, and I want the conversation to keep going. Like if you're out there and you're listening and I mean, you're saying, man, this, I identify with that too. Like mm-hmm. I, 
I want to be real. I want to accomplish the things that I want to really do. And I don't care if people are judging me for it. Like join us, you know, hop in with email. Um, If you found value in this, like if, if you feel a little bit inspired to like go out and accomplish something, even if it is like starting your YouTube channel or starting your podcast or starting whatever, let us know. And one way to let us know, it would mean the world to us if you leave a five-star review and just say what it was that you were motivated to get out and knock out. Mm -hmm. We would love to hear it. Or you can just send us a note quick. You've got the email, uh, growthmovement, growthmvmt at gmail.com. And then the step beyond, and this is a big ask, but we're going to ask it, is if you find value in this over and over would you join us on Patreon? Head over to patreon.com slash growth MVMT. It's $1.25 an episode. It's five bucks a month. And we're moving this to the next level. Mm-hmm. We want to start creating and curating content that you can have with you all day long, every day. Um, more we're than looking just the podcast. For, for ways to add value and additional layers to this that are gonna that are gonna go with you beyond just the episode itself, and that's just gonna help us give give us a little bit of infrastructure to do that. That's it. And why? So while you're while you're doing that and you're checking us out and, and, and hitting us up on those social handles and email, think about how you can be authentic this week and mm-hmm. give us some suggestions of things that you're doing to kind of get in line with that, and maybe some ways that you failed in the past with being authentic. Let's all learn and grow together. That's it. Thank you, guys. Keep moving. We'll check in next time.